Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Hope you're all well on this Monday. Hope your weekend was a good one and you got to catch up. I'm assuming most of you have had Christmas parties or trying to do Christmas parties, depending on the whole COVID thing. Uh, lots to talk about today. Some, some tech news, some releases, some big news COVID-wise. There's a lot to talk about. Now, um, I did get out and I had a quick shoot in the afternoon uh, the other day, well, over the weekend. So that was cool. A little sunset shoot. Um, just went for a quick hike. So another little short video. I've got a, a few to pile up now that are coming. So you do some editing tonight and start trying to get on the ball. Because I'd say over Christmas, I'm probably not going to be able to edit anything. I'll be too busy uh, doing other stuff and Christmas related, obviously, with family. Um, and yeah, so I've got to want to try and smash out a heap over this next week and get, get videos ready to go. So I'm sort of got a couple of weeks in advance ready to go. So looking good in that front. Uh, the rain's backed off, so it's in that regards, it's not real good. It sort of flew in, it was, I thought it was going to rain all week, and it's going to be great. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing good for the drone uh, stuff. So that's all finished. And done and dusted, finished that last night. We had to do, do a night flight last night. It's the only, under Australian law, it's the only time I can ever fly a night, but unless you are working on private property and you get permission, uh, yeah, from the company that you're working for, which you can with this mine uh, company, just, yeah, for whatever reason, they, don't, they have permission to do it, but they don't allow it. So, yeah, we had to do it under training, so it's it's not as much fun. I've got to I've got to admit, uh, night flying. I guess if you're in a city with all the lights and the colours, it would be nice. But when you're just flying around the bush at night, uh, yeah, it's just there's nothing you can see. <laughs> it's it's really really pointless. Um, the Milky Way is in a good spot, so uh, I did notice that last uh, last night. So that's pretty cool. I just got a funny feeling that I might do a Milky Way shot or a video for this swing. It's it's in a vertical, it's that last bit before dawn, it's just starting to swing around and the Milky Core is just about to pop over the horizon just before daybreak on Wednesday, so going through photo pills. So I've got a funny feeling I might be able to get that and a bit of a sunrise, so I'm just gonna work out in the head today uh, a location and get a nice foreground and get something to frame that up and get some dark spots. So. Um, yeah, tricky part. There's a lot of, you've probably seen a lot of videos. I've done a, shots at work. As, as much as it's pitch black everywhere in the Pilbara, uh, mine sites generally just leak, pour out light, and just the pollution's terrible. So um, you've really got to pick your fight. So that should be all looking good for Wednesday morning, um, which is good because it's muggy as hell, a, a big hike is my backup plan, but I'll see how it goes. Just depends on the cloud and if the rain comes back and there may be some rain tomorrow. So see how we go. Rightio, let's get into this news. Heaps to talk about. We've got two pages, two sides to, I mean, I mean notepad of uh, stuff. So I want to get trying and get into it. Some big stuff now. Um, Boston Dynamics, if you've had heard of Boston Dynamics, that was that robot dog. Um, if you haven't seen that, they've got Atlas which is a, like a robot human, looks like a little mini astronaut, uh, full mobility, can get over objects, jump and roll and all sorts of crazy stuff. But there was the robot dog, uh, I think his name was Spot. Yes, yeah, Spot, Spot the dog. And, I, and the 
if you go to Unbox Therapy, uh, Google Unbox Therapy, Boston Dynamics Spot the Dog, you'll get the video. And it's, look, I've got to tell you, even remembering back to it, it was very unnerving to see what this dog could do. Now, you, watch, uh, someone that watches fantasy and horror movies my whole life, and I, I love them, uh, I love those genres, uh, sci-fi and all that, uh, it's a little scary because this thing looks really, really, really close to being alive. So, well, not alive, it's just a, what it can do. And I, I think if you look at technology as something that we control and down the track as possible, something that it isn't, we, we're not going to be able to control. Uh, it may control us. Uh, there's a million movies about that and, and they all not, don't end with us going real well. <laughs> this dog, the way it moves, it can climb upstairs and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Just, I don't know, it might be just me, but it's just unnerving. So you go check that out over at Unbox. That's pretty cool. Uh, check it out. Well, the big news on that, Boston Dynamics, US company, way in and front on the robots. Uh, well, they've just been bought out in a billion-dollar US deal for nine. I think it's nine hundred and fifty million US dollars, so well over a billion for Australia uh, by Hyundai, uh, which is very interesting. Uh, Hyundai is obviously looking to, I guess, branch out, do do some stuff. Their cars have gone from the world's crappiest cars to still the world's crappiest cars, and you'll never see me in one. Sorry, Hyundai, but they're crap. They're ugly and they're crap. I'm only can be honest. I've never liked a Hyundai. I'd never ever own one. I'd rather ride the push bike, I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they uh, they they've got big. They the ch cheap. Their bargain basement cheap, crappy. Uh, just chuck them chuck them out the door. Line if they break, give them a new one. Sort of. Basically, they're like Chinese built cars before China started building stuff. So, <laughs> but uh, look. Strange that they sold out. I, I thought Boston Dynamics would have had enough money and coming into it with their with what they're doing and the technology. Obviously, something's going on there that they were actually looking for a seller or Hyundai just made them an offer they couldn't refuse. I actually thought a billion dollars was a low valuation. I thought it would have been more for what you pay. I think Apple paid $3 billion for a headphone company for Dr. Dre and... They don't even use them anymore. They've made their own headphones. But a billion dollars for this state-of-the-art robotic technology, which really, see if you look down the track, is really capable of doing massive, massive things. Uh, once you can get movement and opposable thumbs, um, that sort of negates the need of us to do dangerous tasks. Um, the more, And I think that's where robots really come into it really well. This spot the dog going into like forest fires to drag people out. Um, robots doing stuff in dangerous situation. Hydraulic hoses that are pouring oil out, spraying oil. We can get hydraulic injection. There's so many good things they could be used for. Um, I can't see that the billion dollars really its true value. It's it's probably just a market value. So maybe there's some issues underlying. But very, very strange that they did sell. Um, I thought. Um, but yeah, look. Uh, Hyundai's got plenty of cash uh, with their construction and marketing. You, you think of Hyundai just cars? Well, actually, they're a big earth-moving company as well. They do a lot of machinery. They do fridges and everything. So they got plenty of money to throw into this, which is good for the technology. Uh, that just I hope the technology stays 
true to what where the guys we've taken it because it was um yeah it was very very cool tech so we'll i guess hopefully hear more about it and uh how it's going to change under hyundai umbrella uh aperture released aperture if you have a lights uh we all need lights it's one of the biggest things um i learned when starting the channel from going from an iphone with poxy uh fluorescent lights on that are flickering and flickering to having decent lights like my uh well i've just got some stand lights here but i've got a my aperture light up here my little bulb my color bulb that i can change with the sidious link which is really cool um and going over to my um loom cube on here as well so having that light giving me some background light just gives a little bit of depth for field and all that sort of stuff well aperture is huge in the game and the 600d is apparently a bit of a game changer it's obviously not for just like a little youtube channel like myself but it is definitely for the semi-professionals and moving on up uh, very small in size the 600 watt unit actually puts out something similar to existing like 5000 watt uh, type lenses in the old tungsten uh, game so look it's it's got all the great things that aperture do and very very cool um now it's 1890 us for the kit comes in a box wheel box so they they do do a really good job of it um it's 600 watt uh, 60 watt daylight 600 watt daylight balanced uh weather resistant which is something apparently unusual in the game too so they have to change all the fan motors and fans and all that sort of stuff where the, obviously these are cooled and have air coming through. Now, rain and stuff, these things can be stuck out in the rain and you won't have any issues. Obviously, people get electrocuted and stuff. It's not a fun thing on a movie set or <laughs> on an ad campaign. So that's pretty cool to know. Um, it'll do up to 29,000 lux with the uh, Fresnel on it and it's uh, 8,500 with the, a normal one. Now, and this can run off batteries, those V-mount batteries, you can run it off that and still achieve those targets. So I thought that was pretty cool, the fact that it, it can do both. Now also with the batteries, apparently it's one of the first lights that while well, you've got the batteries on, if, you do, uh, if you're indoors and you can plug it in to uh, mains power, it'll charge your batteries for you. So it's got a, like an in, inbuilt charging system as well in the technology. So that was pretty cool. Um, 48 volt DC, uh, 15 amp current, uh, draw, so that's pretty cool. It's Bowen's mount ready, so you've got all the features. You can get all the umbrellas and the flares and the Fresnels and the cones and the barn doors and whatever you need to do, it's pre-set up, ready to go. It's obviously semi-professional or professional gear, so it needs to have that and it it'd be, they'd be pretty silly to make something that didn't because then no one would buy it, so that's pretty standard, I thought. Um, it's got four... Uh, eight lighting effects channels which is sort of pretty cool for us amateurs uh, probably not much for the pros and yeah it looked pretty good bit of kit go check it out looks aperture does a fantastic job they've got bigger and bigger and bigger uh now it does run on the sidious it'll do a, also a remote and you can uh, manually plug it in so it's got a multiple ways to control it now that's sidious link so I run the Sidious Link to run this light off my app on my phone so I can adjust and change it so I don't have to go anywhere near the lighting source. Um, and with that Sidious, you can do multiple, multiple lights. And this is another one that comes in that uh, that series so you can have the lights everywhere and have one the lighting controller 
can change every light from one main control panel, Wi-Fi control panel. So that is brilliant, and I think that makes a big advantage for the lighting people to be able to finesse it as the scene flows or as the director needs it. So very, very cool. Rightio, uh, Googles. This is an interesting one for poor, us poor old Australians. Um, <laughs> anyone has got NBN in Australia knows it's pretty darn bloody hopeless uh, unless you pay through the nose. Um, I, I think I've said multiple times I pay like 115 bucks on the business plan and the best I can achieve with FT fiber to the premise is like 80 gigs, not 80 gigs, 80 megabytes to maybe 90 megabytes a second if I'm lucky on a good day if there's no one else. Um, so yeah, look, that's, that's good for Australia. Um, but then you hear this. Google has had for a while one gigabyte internet. Well, they're up in the ante. Um, they're going up to two gigabyte per second internet uh, in the first two locations will be Huntsville and Nashville. So if you're in those locations and you've got Google internet, you can ram up your speed and go hardcore to two gigabytes. Uh, 100 bucks US a month. So that's about 100, 140 Australian. So that's only maybe 20, 30 bucks more than me for two gig downloads. Wow, that's insane. Um, that includes that includes a Wi-Fi 6 uh, router and a, a tri-band extender and the install as well. Now the speed's down a little bit slower. It's It'll be uh, just a one gigabyte up, but two gigabytes down. So two gigabytes a second. Can you believe that? Imagine if we had that with NBN. That would make the NBN actually good. The 40 plus billion our government blew on it and uh, 80 megs. We're living in an 80 meg world and these other countries in the, in the uh, first world are running multi gigs now. How far away or how far behind is Australia? That is insanity, isn't it? For 140 bucks, like 140 bucks. And two gig, you come here two gig, I will pay you 140 bucks. No problems at all. That is tickety-boo. Anyway, moving on, nothing you can do about it. Jay-Z, well, um, if you don't know Jay-Z, rapper, uh, music mogul, uh, drug dealer, well, now he's moved back into legitimate drug dealing. Uh, he's taken the full circle. He's gone uh, from his streets growing up in the hood uh, to doing whatever he can to survive. Uh, selling, I think, selling weed, selling crack, or whatever he sold, to just to stay alive and, and keep going. Uh, that then fueled the inspiration to become a rap star, and then now he's ma uh, married to Beyonce and uh, just big time. So, well, he's now teamed up with one of the biggest companies in California. We all know the states is legalizing marijuana at a fast rate. Currently, it went through the House of Representatives. The bill to fully legalize marijuana USA-wide, federally, uh, obviously states are going to be independent, but federally it will be, it got through the House of Representatives and passed by a long margin. It's got to go through the Senate, which is, I think, is it Democrats? I think it's Democrats, which is Trump, I believe. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Correct me. Let me know down below if I've got it wrong. I'm not sure. I know there's left and right. I think Democrats are right. Hope I've got that right, right? <laughs> um, anyway, it's got to get through the Senate and then it'll be fully legal USA-wide. So that's pretty interesting. 
as it is, Australia still, again, we've got medical marijuana, but you still got to get to a doctor and they don't talk about it. No, everything else is still illegal. You still get done and thrown in jail like you're a common criminal here. Uh, yeah, we've got some very dodgy politicians that run this country, unfortunately, that can't foresee the good stuff. Um, but anyway, so I, divert, I digress. <laughs> so Jay-Z, uh, full circle, he's now teamed up with the Calivia, which is one of the biggest um, cannabis companies in California. Um, he's become their C CFO or a major director on the board of directors. Uh, he's a major partner with them. He's got his whole brand name out there, Monogram. So they're doing uh, internet, basically internet ordered marijuana joints, the whole works. Very, very interesting to see. I think hopefully Australia will get down that track and we'll get away from locking people up for that. Uh, it does nothing to anyone. Uh, yeah, I've seen it firsthand in Adelaide and it, I don't think it's any sort of an issue that the Australian government puts off. But anyway, we'll see what happens. But yeah, look, huge, huge news. Uh, direct to consumer, he's got, he's got the know-how, the business uh, uh, rec resume to make this happen. It's, I think it's going to be big. It's high quality. It's high cost. It's, it's a lot higher than the other ones. But it's they talk about hand grown, hand rolled, uh, all that sort of stuff. But I thought think it's sort of pretty cool. Like you see, he started off his life having to do this illegally to survive uh, in the 20 or 30 years until he's become a man and a businessman and all that. And now it's legal, and he can go back to what he knows and make make even probably even more hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars out of it. And uh, it's pretty interesting, I think, if you look at that life life sort of curve for him. I'm sure he thinks back and sits there and goes, wow, you know, I used to have to do this and hide from the cops. Now I'm selling it to the cops or after they've knocked off work. So very, very interesting. Uh, something different. Uh, the world is a-changing. Now, massive, massive news. Uh, COVID-19 USA, the vaccine got approved through their final tests through the FDA on Saturday. Uh, first injections are scheduled for today, Monday. So probably about 10 hours from now, uh, it'll turn over to Monday in the States. So we will be seeing that happen. So look, that's fantastic. Uh, personally, my, I've, my family has some great friends in New York uh, and their mother has gone into hospital with COVID and intensive care. It's look at no fun for anyone. If you don't think it's real, it's definitely real. When it does affect your friends and family, you soon realize that this isn't some conspiracy. But look, hey, uh, couldn't happen better timing. Fingers crossed. They, they, I'm sure they're going to get to all these people that are in the, in the hospitals that are suffering. They can get these injections into them and that's going to help them out and make sure that they're okay and they bounce back from this. So fingers crossed from a personal note, uh, I think that's amazing. Uh, it's great. Great to see them get just fast track this stuff. Um, sometimes there's a lot of bullshit that gets done and slows stuff down. So it's good to see when these things get pushed through and they're still done right, but we know it's going to save some lives. If anyone needs it, it's the U.S., and they need it now, they're getting smashed for it. So look, uh, huge. that is huge, huge break. And I don't think 
we'll probably see over the Christmas period, all the cold weather too, pneumonia, all the normal stuff that's gonna help help COVID just spread and go nuts. Uh, this is the hopefully gonna be the thing that could turn it all around for the states. And if it does that, well then it's, that's gonna be able to be a great sort of uh, looking glass for the rest of the planet. So we can see, yep, yeah, beautiful works. Let's get this thing out to everyone, make it happen. Uh, so yeah, good, good news for those poor people that are suffering for that. Now, last but not least, massive, uh, another massive, there's lots of big stuff today. Samsung dropped last, uh, today dropped the new 110 inch micro LED TV. Holy bundy. Uh, look, I'll leave the price to last. I don't want to shock you straight up, so you just go, oh, whatever. This thing is amazing. Um, 110 inches, you think is just massive as a TV. Well, that's actually very small when you're talking about uh, production of micro LEDs. Uh, I read through Samsung statements and it has taken a lot of really serious tech, including some uh, big gains in the semiconductor industry on Samsung's behalf to be able to make these screens down to 110 inches. They built the wall a couple of years ago, which was all micro LED. Now, micro LED is, is you've got mini OLED, then you've got mini LED, and then you've got micro LED. Now, mini LED is sort of the midterm, that's a short term. Think of mini, mini LED as mini disc. Here for a short time, but not a, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> because mini LED is gonna pretty much go. As soon as they can fine tune this micro LED, mini LED won't even get a, it's not even gonna start, it's just gonna, it's just a sort of a, I guess, a, a wedgie. Have a wedgie beer at the pub while you're waiting for a mate, well, that's what mini LED, while they're waiting for micro LED. And it looks like micro LED ain't far away. 110 inch is a ridiculous size TV, but as I said, very hard to get it down to that small. Now this is, has the same color sort of quality as OLED does. And we all know OLED is the best. Uh, I had an OLED until Jack put his bells through it and smashed me $3,000 TV. Uh, we now have a $400 TV. <laughs> so it's a little bit different when your parents, you don't want an OLED. But um, yeah, look, this mini LED is big, big bickies. Uh, and the quality is going to be insane. Now, it's gone on, on sale in Korea, South Korea, as of today. We won't see it in the rest of the world uh, until first quarter of 2021. Now, the good news is you won't have to worry about buying one unless you're a millionaire. <laughs> 110 inch screen. It seems big, but it's like just a telly in your room. It'll fit on your wall. That's fairly good. But do you have 206,000 Australian dollars to buy it? Oh, yeah. 206 grand for a 110 inch TV. Look, it'll last 10, 10 years. The It's got a 100,000 hour lifespan. It'll run 4K HDR, no problems. It's full Adobe RGB and DCI spectrum 100%. So like the color spectrum's perfect. And yeah, but 206 grand. I don't think I'll be getting one of those for the channel for a while yet. Um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, the big YouTubers can actually afford one. Maybe they'll get a test unit to show it off, but uh, maybe like an Unbox Therapy or MKBH. I don't think this is gonna be doing the rounds though, unfortunately. 
Uh, that is massive. Maybe a Linus Tech Tips, we might be able to get to see it. But ah, 200 grand. Woo! That's a lot of moolah, isn't it? Um, I do remember when the OLEDs came out. I think like the 70-inch OLED, 80-inch OLED was like $20,000, but not 200. So as you see, there's a little bit to go before it becomes actually mainstream. But look, this is a massive step. That's really what it's all about. Into production, consumer products. Uh, the first step, we need those big rich guys out to go and buy and put them in their spare houses everywhere in France and on the Riviera. So we can then, it flows on and then we end up with a 55 inch for only three grand that we can afford. So Jack can smash it. <laughs> and that's about it. Um, hope you all have a fantastic day. I will see you tomorrow, it'll be shift change night. Shift change and the shift change and shift change. And uh, I will see you all then. Radio. Thanks for coming. If you're coming that way, that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.